Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is Six Out of Five Brewhead. And I'm Scott Beer, Cold Beer Enthusiast. And welcome to episode 125 of Very Notice the Podcast. This is just me and you, man. Is that a milestone episode, 125? Like, it kind of is. It? It's a second quarter century. That's what I'm saying, yeah. What is that, five quarter centuries <laughs> we've done? Five centuries. That's a shit ton of podcasts. High five! Hey! So, as you can tell, we well, if you're listening, we're not at a brewery. If you're watching, we're clearly not at a brewery. We're on a couch. Um, we're here in Montreal. We just had our, uh, I think it's probably our fifth or, f- I think it's our fifth collaboration launch Depends tonight. how deep you want to get into yeah, it. I yeah, I keep forgetting. Fifth collaboration launch tonight at L'Espace Public for our newest collab called Dream Sequel. It is a lactose, of course. Of course. Uh, blackberry, blackberry, blueberry, blueberry, milkshake, sour. Made with sour power. Sour power yeast from, yep. uh, Max from Dunham. Uh, it's a second variant. Uh, of the first beer called Dreamsicle that we did in 2018 for Mondial around June-ish, mm-hmm. uh, which was a marmalade milkshake sour. Yes. And we were doing the two of them. It's okay, Tiff, you can play that. Tiff in the building. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, squad, T squad, T squad. Tiff doing, okay, Tiff's doing the social. The story. She's making sure. Do you, want to, do you want to keep it down over here, Tiff? Yeah, sure. And watch your Instagram. Just a little bit. Just Um... So basically, we did the second variant. Super cool. Really enjoyed yep. it. Different yeast than the first one. Yep. Uh, which he told us what the yeast was like three times. I keep forgetting. It's like, was it Vermont yeast or something? The first one? Yeah. Mm. He mentioned it because we might go back to it. Check the notes. Yeah, the notes will be there. But basically, we're going to do a uh, can release, which we said in the last vlog where I had to say it. Yep. We're going to do a can release of one of the two beers. So we're sort of marinating on it for now. It seems like people t- tend to have a the bit of a general consensus, yes, was... Do you want to say that? Uh, I guess who gives a fuck? Well, people seem to be leaning towards the first one for yes. now because they really love the first one because it tasted like a creamsicle uh, ice cream. I know you didn't get to have it as fresh as perhaps we did because yeah. I brought your growler like a week later or something. Yeah. But um, so that was a lot of fun. Nice little turnout. Super cool. I liked it. I quite enjoyed the beer. The beer. Was good. Yeah. Um, totally different vibes than the first one. I would totally say, different. but uh, it had its own little thing going on and. Uh, yeah. It was creamy. There were lots of lactose there. Lactose sour. Tried to ramp that up a bit. I liked the sourness. Uh, for me, it was it was uh, well balanced. It was. And the fruit was there. It was a beautiful color. Uh, it went down a treat. I quite enjoyed it. I, I couldn't have like five of them, but like... No, we had a couple. Yeah, I had a couple. And was I was good. like, oh, that's cool. Feeling it. Same as the last one. You and people seemed to like it, but when, when asked, did you have a preference one over the other, people are like, just the... The fact Mostly. that Dreamsicle like literally tasted like an orange creamsicle, I think, yeah. really appealed to people. They're like, damn, like the name, the, the name, whole and the whole concept, exactly. So, with for the can, we might do that, but we're talking about doing another, like a, I don't know if we're gonna call it like a test batch. We do another batch for the brew pub only, yeah, just to tweak it, do it again, have a bit more of a fresh comparison. Because what it was like June, so it's like yeah. nine, nearly nine months right. ago. It's I think it only time. makes sense. Like you're, you're not gonna hit it at the park. I mean, as good as it was, it's like. You can always improve it. Like, try yeah, something yeah. else. Try to mix it, you know, add this hop instead, or a little more hops, a little less lactose, whatever. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> maybe I did maybe more lactose. lactose. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. I feel like we could always yeah. do it more. But it was cool. It was fun. And yeah, man. Lots Simon of people showed up. and It was great. Simon and Val are the best. So if yep. you're ever in Montreal, please get down to the Spas Public in uh, Oshlaga. Um, just such a dope place. Great vibes. Amazing people. Um, but, you know, Guillaume hung out with us all night, which yep. is dope from Multihops and Transbrew. So... 
bunch of people rolled through. Just cool, man. Good vibes. Good times. So we figured let's do a podcast. And instead of trying to organize one with a brewery, which we would normally do, I figured yeah. like our, I guess people might have seen it, our number one most downloaded podcast last year was episode 88, um, the spotlight on Ontario, which was just the two of us. So yeah. this is not a spotlight video, mm-hmm. but we figured we'd theme this one amongst other stuff. Yeah. We were kind of thinking, well, let's do one, just the two of us, like we used to do, and we'll, we got to have some sort of theme, like, let's let's go with something, and I just started uh, uh, going through my cellar, because I. I hadn't touched it for a long time, and yeah. I'm, like, getting cheap, and I'm, like, don't want to buy <laughs> beer right now, so, like, you know what, I have a bunch of good beers in the cellar, let's bust one of those out, so I had a few of them, and uh, some held up really well, and actually, I mean, I, I didn't compare them one to with another, OG. with, uh, right, yeah, yeah. but... Some were kind of like off and tasting. Really? Yeah, like it just—I I feel like it lost. Hmm. And then others, there were some L's and there were some W's. So interesting. Um, I guess we'll get further into that. Why a beer would do well or wouldn't do well in cellar? Yeah, That's so maybe do's point. and don'ts in right. cellaring. Yes. And, you know, I've been doing the same and digging into them, and probably we'll talk about what we've both been doing right, right or wrong that yeah. we've realized, and that you know some have let sit too long, and maybe bad temperature control yeah. and all that type of shit. So. Um, we're gonna drink two beers from my personal cellar. Well, one of them was ours that I just happened to have. So the first one we're gonna crack is a beer I traded for with my mate Daniel out in Vancouver. It's Bier de Crab. It's a collaboration between Twin Sales in Port Moody and uh, Donald, our good mates. Um, Scotty's smiling there. <laughs> it's crab beer. Like. So it says it's a bottle condition saison uh, with the addition of fifty pounds of uh, Dun. I don't know, Dungeness. Dungeness? Yeah, Dungeness, yeah. Dungeness, okay. Yeah. Crab shells in the boil and then conditioned on lemon peel and sea salt. It actually sounds amazing. I just don't know how well that, or if that beer should even be cellared. That sounds like a drink fresh type thing to me. I don't know. Yeah. Usually, uh, TBA, seafood so generally want to drink fucking anything about that. Fresh, but. Um, well, you know how, like, there's a whole, like, oyster stouts is, like, a serious thing. No, if you're asking if I'm scared, the answer is no. No, I know you're not scared. If it's so. look, if it's messed up, like my friend Dan kept telling me to drink. He goes, "You drunk yeah. here, drunk here." I'm yeah. like, "Dude, like, this I've is my problem." Thousand like, beers to drink. It's not that many. I think there's like I'm looking at your four, little what stash like? over there. And there's like 40, 50. Yeah. Something. It's not that many. I've like, but they're all 750 mil imperial. This, that, or the other. Oh, sorry, I think you're good. It's not going to explode. It was. It was, but I caught it. So yeah, exactly. So I, I, hopefully this one does hold up. And interesting enough, I was. We talked about it last year with Elwa from Dunham um, because he never got to try it. And oh, I was like, right. well, I have a bottle. Yes, and yes, I was yes, kind of yes, holding yes, yes, it. Yes. Well, I'm like, I don't know. I don't really speak to him. I don't really like get to Dunham too often. Yeah. It looks beautiful, actually. Yeah. I'm not getting much of uh, hold on to that. I'll keep uh, top of the I'd track. assume uh, there would be some, some of the flavors good. would die off. How, how old is this? I would want to say if I had it. I would say end of 2017, I got it. I don't know when this was okay. bottled or so anything like that. a year and a half. Yeah, so probably, you know, yeah, year and a half tops. Yeah. I don't know how long Daniel had it before giving it to me. Um, but he tried to always get me, like, the big, the big ones and stuff. Damn, okay. So, yeah, it smells like a saison. Right? Nice little foamy, fluffy head. Super opaque. Much more than I thought. Like You got floaters? Yeah, a few, not a ton. A few yeah. little floaters. You yeah. got a few in there. Well, uh, as yeah. the kids say, put it in you. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not like amazing. Off the top. We really need to let it like uh, settle a little bit. That's got that, um, 
big bubbly carbonation like uh, typical like yeah. huge like saison ferment totally. stuff. So I'd taken the photo here. Don't really do this too often on the podcast, but you know what? Do you? I know I do it on the podcast. You do it all the time. What are you talking about? Are you BML videos? Are you new, bro? Are you new? So it's like six point one percent. Yeah. Talk us through it. Talk us through it, Scotty. I reckon a lot of the crab and lemon would have been lost over time. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Probably should have rocked this. It tastes like a nice saison. Like, I really reckon very Dunhamask. Dunhamask, totally right. And I think two and sales do mess with this uh, type of vibe a little bit. It's an interesting concept. Like, I've never even heard of a crab beer. The only, the, the, the closest would be the oyster stouts. Right. Which I've only had a few of. I'm in, like, I love the idea. I love seafood. I love the idea of, like, the salty with the saison, almost like a gosa feel, yeah. I guess, to it. Um, lemon, obviously good. Um, I would like to have it fresh. I would, I would like to see what it tastes like, literally, like, just bottled. I think yeah, it would have right. a whole different uh, vibe to it, but. Do you get any, there's no, um. No seafood at all. I'm not right. getting any at all, no. I wonder if it was... I'll ask Daniel. Um, I'm surprised it's kind of opaque. I didn't really think normally... Unless it's just like some other stuff settling. <laughs> mm. Definitely getting the lemon. Lemon totally, yes. Like it's kind of citrusy. Kind of juicy. A it's little very like, like dusty. Yeah, it's like that oh, sharp man. combination yeah. that catches in your throat. Yeah. I don't know how like I feel about that stuff burping. all the time. Sea salt. Oh, I reckon that. Oh, well, that would make complete sense with a. Uh, it says sea salt in there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it got that whole kind of the ghost of vibe, right? A little bit of a ghost of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, just before we get into all the fun stuff um, about cellaring, the cellaring. It's been a bunch. Like you haven't been on the podcast for a minute. Yeah, I've kind of taking a bit of a hiatus. Mm. I've been uh, de- dealing with quite a bit. Dealing with quite a bit. Yeah, a lot going on in the life. You know, I recently got married. I Congratulations! Thank you, sir. Thank it's you. A beautiful sir. wedding. Yep. Congratulations! You, att- you attended. Sure did. As did Tiffany. We were out here. Uh, it was back. We were recording this February. What is it today? February the 9th or something. Mm-hmm. So it was back in January fifth. In uh, in uh, Ontario there. Yep. So it was a good time. Um, and then, of course, you went on your uh, honeymoon. Yes. I know, let's talk about the wedding first. Yeah. So the wedding was dope. And being uh, the question that people have for you. Yes. You're the craft beer guy. You're having a wedding. Some people call me that. Some people do call you yep. that. Some people gave you shit about that in your wedding. Uh, yeah. Which I was like, why Why would they do that? <laughs> I was like, why do they have to? Like, is this being funny? Or yes. Like, do they get it? Or do they think it's weird? The craft beer thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the people like teasing me about it. Like, I don't know. I get teased for everything. <laughs> I was vegetarian for a while and everyone just like... Or just ripped on Ripped you. on me. And I'm Fair like, enough. stop making fun of me for my <laughs> nutritional choices. And then, Fair yeah, enough. people... And uh, the whole beer... Like, I think they respect it, but they also make fun of it because it's a little ridiculous and over the top sometimes. You do go hard. You're like the type of bloke, if you're going to commit, you yeah. can like all Yeah, I go in pretty hard. And then some. Um... Yeah, people like to make fun, but then they drink the beer like, oh, this is really good. Exactly. So it's like, you get it. You're just not as dedicated as I yeah. am to the game. And they kept so. calling you a blogger. And I was like, dude, that's very big yeah. difference. So you, yeah, you're talking about the, the MCs at the wedding were kind of taking a knock at me. because I thought like, it was funny. It was great. I love it. I was it. just wondering why, because I had no context as to like why they yeah. were giving you shit. I'm like the craft beer bus driver guy. So <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, so I guess it's I'm all that bloke. Shit. Yeah. I guess it's all it is, right? Yeah, it's, it's all in good fun and they're ripping on me. So Okay, cool, cool. But I wasn't sure because I know... Well, you did have a bunch of beer for, for the individuals who aren't into it. Yes. So I made sure because I, yes, I love craft beer and I'm an advocate of craft beer, but there are some people, hard-headed people that were at the wedding that I knew would not drink it and they wanted to drink beer. And 
we happened to have some leftover beer from our Jack and Jill. So we bought a bunch of cheap beer. Again, this was not approved by me, but it was purchased on Shelsey. our behalf. Shelzy. Sorry, Shelzy. And I was, we had a little bit of a fight over it, but it's fine. <laughs> she bought a bunch of cheap beer to, obviously you want to raise some funds to help pay for your wedding at the Jack and Jill. So we bought a bunch of crappy beer, uh, little short cans, Canadian cores. We uh, all know it. It's a bug. It's trash. It it's was a bargain. Bug. We got it for cheap. And we had some leftover, so we're like, uh, I gotta get rid of this. I'm not gonna drink it. No. So let's give it to the people that actually can tolerate it. So yeah. we brought it to the wedding, and it. I'll, we went through like I don't know how many cases of it. A bunch of people were drinking it. Most so. of it good. Uh, yeah, most you of it still did. Got some. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it away though. So yeah, just yeah. Be like, we're giving it to the MCs. The MCs uh, yeah, will drink it. So we're like, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for your work. You know, I'm just like dumping it off on yeah, them. Yeah, just but, take like, it. They don't yeah. know. They think it's a gift. Yeah, obviously I had craft beer, but I had some <laughs> options as well for the non-craft drinkers. Right, I'm not. I'm not here Complete to like. C word as right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not here to like convert you to craft beer at my wedding. Like that wasn't the goal. It's like have fun, get drunk, and do whatever. Right. I'm not going to give you a lecture <laughs> about how you should be drinking this. I would have done that. that for you. Drink craft, not crap. I would have worn that t-shirt, taken off my right? suit, and was like, I'm "All right, guys." Gonna, I wouldn't put it past you. But, <laughs> but speaking of craft beer and my wedding, yes. we had some fantastic craft beer represented from. Town Brewery in Whitby, Ontario. Yeah. Huge shouts to Uncle Jeffrey. He is the god. Killing the game. Came through yeah. with the Levon Saison. Yep. The um, fuck, Four Corners Pale Ale. Yep. And we didn't even bust it out because the bartender didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Granted, yeah. like he didn't know how to pour beer or change a keg. I like the, like the Sean bridesmaids yeah. and groomsmen were changing kegs. I set the whole Jen thing Jen came up. and made it work. Yeah. Like, She's amazing. a bartender. Shout out to uh, Shout out to Jen. Jen. Good. And Sean came and like changed it yeah. to Jen's husband. So yeah. Uh, we tried and they were to They were the giving IPA. misinformation about what the beer actually was. They no, they grabbed the wrong keg. Right. No, but I think they're telling people, oh, this is a lager. Oh, yeah. They, they had no like, idea. It's, it's a like a saison. saison. There's no L word in any so, of this book. Yeah, I was making stuff up. But. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I can understand if you're just a typical bartender yeah. and you, like for events like that in Fair like enough. makeshift I places. Yeah, you're yeah, probably yeah. not pouring beer. Right. And it was a jockey box. So yes. A little bit unique. Yeah. But it, like, you know, there's a bunch of, yeah, it was just, uh, it was funny. We, hey, yeah. that'd be it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But we didn't get to try the, was it Orion? Was that the yes. one? The IPA? Yeah. Um, so, but they changed the cake for another pale ale because that's correct. Wait, I was, and I wanted to get the other one that. on to have a little uh, variation. Yeah, sure. yeah, but, and all yeah. that. Like Sean said, Sean went to try and do it. And the dude was like, no, no I think no, he was no, starting no. to feel a bit like right. kind of emasculated. Because right. someone else was doing his job. Because he couldn't do his job. So, yeah. like, and he wouldn't let any grab the wrong one, just did it. Yeah. And they still had to help him do it in the end after they realized it was yeah. the wrong one. But either way, it was super dope to yeah. have um, two craft beer options. On tap. On tap. Yeah. Super fresh, super cold. Yep. Jeff made it real easy. Yep. It was a genuine pleasure. And I know there's a whole bunch. Of, like, how much you go through? At least about half of it, eh? Yeah, a little over half of what. Which is like, uh, yeah, well, five we, we overestimated because he was like, anything you guys don't go through, bring it back. And. You know, I said that or Jeff said that? Jeff said that. Okay. So it's like, yeah, just take more than you need and then whatever you don't go through, bring it back. So he was super uh, accommodating like that. The beer is awesome. Only heard great things about it. And yes. Yeah. You had a couple options, right? Very uh, approachable beers as well. Nothing too crazy over the top. We didn't have crab beer at the wedding. <laughs> I was a little disappointed about that. I would have been into that, but... I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you want to sip a crab beer yeah. at night. But it's cool. They're both... Um, you know, Levon, I think, is 6%. So 
I think LeBron's six yeah. and the Pale's five. Yeah. So, the, you know, we're not going super high B- ABV no, no, no. either, but it's like nice crushes. crushable beers, but flavorful. And I was like, I was quite happy with yeah. the, the selection. And you had, you know, uh, variety. And it was the, if you like trash beer, there was that too. There was so, also the trash beer. Yeah. So it was good. So I don't know if anyone's thinking of, uh, anyone's getting married soon and uh, they're listening to this, obviously you're into craft beer. Mm-hmm. Um, look into one of your local breweries, holler at them. Like, you know, totally. town, I mean, granted, we were already, we already knew them and had a relationship, but I yeah. bet they would have done the same thing for anyone. For like, sure. It's not like you like, did anything super crazy. It was yeah. just very accommodating. Made sure you had what you needed. Gave you plenty of options when you came 100%. to see him. You know, like legend. rented you the jockey box and Bloody stuff like legend. that. Made it super, super simple. Gave mm-hmm. you even the taps when we put them together. Yeah. The taps were brand new in a box. Yeah. Like, the beautiful like ceramic taps yeah it looked it, it, and they actually it's branded. like a custom yeah it was a custom brand so they had the jockey you know how jockey boxes look or, essentially for those of you who don't it's, it's like a cooler uh with um full of ice full of ice with the, the the coils inside the cooling system and then they come down and you run the tap through from the keg and it's run through co2 it's pretty similar to like a kegerator except for you're running it through the coils which are covered in ice which means you can instantly chill your beer so you can take the keg's actually warm yeah. a warm keg and run it through the coils and it'll be essentially instantly cold and ready to serve so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool so they had a custom box that went over the act because you don't want like a dirty like cooler sitting up on no, there with like so tubes <laughs> it just wouldn't look good so they had this really nice custom black box with the branding on the front and then the big ceramic tap handle it looked it looked yeah. very clean and it looked nice and presentable and the beer is great so was i was quite happy with everything so like yeah look into that and it was affordable it wasn't yeah. really pricey yep. or anything like that i mean you're you're better off doing it that way than getting cans plus with cans people especially if it's tall cans people are sometimes taking a couple sips putting it down and forgetting about it and if it's open bar, which most weddings are, it's I just, gets wasted. I lost it. It's gonna get wasted, yeah, I hate right? That. That's really annoying. And actually, there were a couple kegs that were left over. And when I say kegs, I mean there was like a few pints in the bottom of the kegs, and I just Good brought bomb. them home and drank them myself. Yeah, you, so you nothing, nothing goes to waste. Did you yeah. just take anything back, or did you just drink the rest? Yeah, we took a couple kegs back, and because I'm, I'm not gonna go through kegs myself, right? But I took the ones that had just like a little bit left in them. Back them. I threw them on my kegerator and just. Bam, bam. Yeah, done. That's hella, hella fun. Mm-hmm. So the wedding was amazing. Um, and then y'all went on an interesting vacation. This isn't really beer related, but I feel like you we can twist some beer in there. We can twist some beer yeah. in there. Uh, break down what you guys went. Yeah, so we decided we wanted to do a big trip. Uh, something zany and crazy. It kind of is, though. I was scared the whole time. We didn't want to go to like Cuba or Dominican. So we're like, let's do something on the other side of the world. So we went to Kenya, Africa. Oh, yeah. And we did it kind of as like a safari type tour honeymoon. So we went to a few different places in Kenya, three different places. Uh, did the whole safari thing. Didn't really get into the city too much. We were more interested in like seeing animals and seeing the wildlife and seeing all that. So oh, yeah. we did that. We saw some amazing things. We stayed in tents on uh, like... Uh, out in nature and there were animals all around us and it was a really amazing experience Um, the beer that we did have there was not fantastic Uh, mind you we didn't get around to any like small breweries or anything like that we just drank essentially Tusker and White Cap which are kind of the two big macro beers that most people drink so how how lit were they they weren't very good at all (laughs) so like (laughs) Some of them, and super inconsistent, which I was really... Strange for a macro. Yeah, very strange for a macro, because that's kind of what they do, is consistency. So we'd go out in the truck uh, 
out on safari in the day and they had a little fridge in the actual truck so they fill up that's like why you're able pop to pop and a... water and stuff like that right, and right. they put a bunch of tuskers in there so i'm like perfect you're out there you know it's getting hot in the middle of the day and they're like oh man i want a beer right so you crack a tusker you're like uh this is doable i guess right and you're like sweating and super thirsty so i'm like at this point i don't know. really care but you have a couple and you're like uh, i don't want any more no, so they like had that epic uh, elephant selfie i'm like with the beer i did for the first day or two i didn't think of it i'm like why am i not taking a selfie with a tusker with an elephant, elephant right behind me so that was lit. i got it dead i could have taken a better picture but i was kind of just like it was perfect yeah there was a lot going on but amazing trip i highly recommend it and uh trip of a lifetime i know oh it is i know i hate that saying i know i hate like, that saying but it was crazy like it is one of the ones yeah. that i would argue is more i don't know if i'm looking at tiff to see if she's agreeing with me the trip of a lifetime for kenya is it one of those trips that i, I don't know if i'll go back like we had a great time we narrowly missed a terrorist attack and we both <laughs> went to the hospital at one point so yeah. it was intense man yeah and like there's like animals killing other animals and like I am almost dying and like people are throwing bombs and I'm like, okay, this was great. See you later. I'm never coming back. Bye. So that's the closest thing to Trip of a Lifetime. Yeah. Yeah? The only reason I don't like Trip of a Lifetime is the Trip of a Lifetime implies you're not going to have a better trip than that. I get it. It's you're, it's like self-defeatist attitude almost like like, tells the universe. Yeah. Something could happen. You could become, you could be on amazing. But the way I think of it is like, I want to be on numerous trips of a lifetime. I want to be yeah. on a trip that it seems you so singular. So right. Yeah, like true, that. true. You can say one of the greatest trips of yeah. all time. Yeah, yeah. Or of all time. time. Because everyone said when we went to Thailand and Cambodia, oh, that's a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. It's how many trips so I've already been on. Well, have? I've already been on two, so I plan on being on a whole bunch more. Yeah, which so means it's the way it's, it's, it's kind of yeah. yeah. It depends how you either way. It was lit, and animals are awesome, and to see animals like in their natural habitat, like it's so different than going to a zoo. Like you're seeing like raw kills like kills happening in nature yeah, so, like the phone and like, yamming, like yeah like it's crazy man. Over the yeah we stuff. saw these gators take down a baby zebra and like spin it into the river so it's crazy Insane. don't drink tusker it's well do you know what Tus- <laughs> tusker here this episode's called don't drink don't tusker. Do tusker can you please drive that down <laughs> no we heard someone talking there actually they're like the the water quality is really poor there so they have to do a lot of treatment to it so which affects the beer them. yeah and it's so maybe there's different facilities that's quite possible i don't know exactly but like i, I have one at one place and one at another place and i'm like it tastes so different than the one i just had one better and some, than other yeah or? like one was like oh this is decent and then one was like not like just not barely, barely drinkable. drinkable so i don't know if some of them are old or what i think again we're out in like we're, we're like tenting it out in the uh it's not like you have uh a wide out variety of choice and right well this date stamp i don't know that's what yeah, i'm saying i was sorry. looking for date stamps i'm like i couldn't find one so who knows how well that i don't think anyone date stamps macros eh? uh maybe for like packaging purposes for their own purposes like batch purposes that's rather than like because they usually do a best before on yeah that's as opposed yeah. to a packaged on or whatever i don't know how many macros put their uh date stamps on there i remember the only reason i'm thinking that i remember vb back in the day like you could they you got one right there. there is there a date stamp on that one? it was like on the bottles though, uh, but they okay. could be on the can yeah. i wouldn't mind checking it yeah um either yeah. way like i feel like with macro lager i wouldn't even bother checking like if it's if it's old it's old 6th of september 2011 so maybe that's the i would have got this in toronto see that's the thing it doesn't say so is it the best before is it the package no, date it actually says generally it says like bb yeah. Yeah. Or, or best B or something right. like that. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's sick, man. Well, I'm glad you guys had a great time. Uh, you know, made it out alive. Made it out alive. Yeah. Had a bunch of stories. Yeah. It's it good. Was, uh, it was awesome. I highly recommend to those adventurous people out there. 
I, I heard it. there is a little bit of craft beer scene going on there, but the way our, our itinerary was worked out, we actually had built in that we were supposed to go to a brewery oh, yeah? as one of our last stops before we went back to Nairobi to fly out. We got sick. And then we got sick, so it was like, sorry, scrap yeah. everything, just yeah, get us out just... of here. At that point, by the end, it was like, get us out of here. We're good. We're done. Was it easy to get home? Or was that a nightmare of not feeling so good? Or were you feeling okay um, by the time you went home? My sickness was a little quicker. I got really sick really quick and then got better really quick. Right. So I was cool. By the end, I was good. It's like food poisoning-ish type of stuff? Something like that. System? Yeah. Like, yeah. my, I just got the super high fever. It was ridiculous. Like, I was, like, hallucinating and, like, I thought I was going to die. And then... I, That's so nuts. And then I went to the hospital, the sketchiest hospital you could ever imagine. And uh, they were digging for veins with this catheter and then, like, sticking stuff in me. And then, like, I took a needle about that big in my backside and uh, it was like the maternity ward of this open air outside suburban Kenyan hospital. It was really a great story, but I mean, at the time it was not You're fun. Like, no, I can imagine. Yeah. Did so you... then I got better, and then like a day later, Rochelle started feeling. Was it the same, so. uh, the same? No, she had different. I had like just a really high fever, and she had like, like her guts were off. So. But like painful, and it was just like. Not a good look. And that point, it was like, it was our last couple of days. All we had planned was to relax and drink some beers poolside. Of course. And then get out of there and... Uh, Relaxing her the hospital. It wasn't fun. She was in pain. So we're like, just get us out of here. Oh, but uh, it's kind of a sour end to an awesome trip. So all in Sometimes all, it, it happens, was uh, right? fantastic. And made it back. Made it back. Drinking good old Canadian beer again. Oh, I had... Uh, I, the first beer I had when I got back was uh, Market <laughs> Brewery's Bear Hug. Nice. I had one from the wedding. It was in my, someone had left it in the room, and I took all the beers that were left yes. in my room. And I was like, "Oh my god, hops!" <laughs> oh. I like I hadn't tasted one in so long, and I was like, like two weeks ago, "It was oh so god, glorious." Amazing. I was like, oh. "Does it like I guess it puts craft back into perspective again?" That you like, this yeah, is... I'm like, yeah. When you have like lots of trash beer for a while, because mm-hmm. it was a good, you know, two weeks, and I don't yeah. think I'd had one a few days before Anything I left. Good, so like right? almost. Damn, near a month before I had it, you know, since I had a craft beer. That's so, crazy. Yeah, because I guess you had that, you went back to work afterwards for that week before you guys left. Or yeah, whatever, it was right? kind of hectic getting everything set up and ready, and we went back to, yeah, so it would have been my wedding that would have been the last craft beer I had, yeah. and then it was kind of like bang out that busy week of work and get, you know, start Actually, packing. Close to a month, then, yeah. yeah, so to have that first hoppy beer was like, oh was my like, god, yes. so good. I like that though. Sometimes you need that break from it to appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. Maybe that's another little topic of something we should talk about at some point is like having a break. Taking a break. Well, I wouldn't be wanting to take a break. A lot of people would have done dry January, right? That's kind of a thing. It is and it's trash. I think I've spoken to it before. There's this uh, writer in Ontario, Stephen Beaumont, like Mm -hmm. a beer writer. And he was talking about it like last year or something. I was telling Tiff and he was like, um, the best way to do it is to take two days off Week. Yes, as opposed to take a month straight. Because that works out to be 104 days a year than 31 days in January, right. and that's a better thing. And it wasn't particularly aimed at uh, industry people, like people who have to drink all the, the time, drink as opposed day. to right. alcoholics or whatever. Right, 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 right. So, like, for us, like, yeah, I've been trying to do that this year. I don't know about you, but I've been, I mean, because you've had like a whirlwind of a January, so yeah. you haven't really had much normal time until mm-hmm. early February. Yeah. But, like, I've been trying to take. I just felt like drinking less. I just felt like I feel really bloated. I feel like I'm putting on totally. too much like gut weight and shit, which totally. is bothering me. Um, and I just want to like slow down a little bit. The problem with with us, I appear to like say a brewer. A brewer has to taste the beer every single day, so they don't have a choice. Um, 
then there's maybe beer reps and reps have to go to bars to go do samplings. Yeah. It might be weird if you just stand there looking at the ma- the manager while you're it's pouring your beer job. for you them. Have like, to do it, right? yeah. what do you think? You like my beer? <laughs> it's weird, right? Whereas like us, we're gonna do like the beer mail videos and stuff, and sometimes they're like, ah, oh, like. I know there's one brewery. We just finished the beer mail for them before, yeah. and I got a notification. There's another package coming. I'm like, fuck! I, was like, I still got. I still haven't finished. There's still another right. one to go. I haven't finished it yet. So like, I know a lot so of people many, that like, would tell you to STFU because they're like, oh, poor you. You get beer all the time, but totally. But like, enough of the, too much of a good a thing ju- is sometimes still too much, right? Yeah. Because like, there you do have like, I guess you don't have to. Technically, it's PR. Like if any, yeah, any brewery but, is sending stuff out, but it's like we all. But then there's do but it. then there's the like the hazy IPAs. You got to drink them quick, right? That's you can't let them side. sit there. So then it becomes like a well, I have six beers and I have to drink them in the next like week. So mm-hmm. we got to get this done, right? That's and that kind of pressure weighs on me. I'm like, they might be like, oh, I can take a couple nights off right yeah. now. But I'm like. Oh, but I gotta do those beers because there's got to do the, that and then on top of that I don't know, we just went to Tiffany and I just got back from New York yesterday and went to other half so I got a bunch of other half in there not a ton but enough because I hadn't drank hazy beers for a while because yeah. I was getting into my cellar right. just like you yeah. I finally emptied the fridge for the most part I had a, a few ones to do, to go but they weren't like anything like urgent urgent mm-hmm. so I was like ah oh, cool just happened into it but then I was like only drinking hazy beers for the last right. three days and I was like oh my god this is glorious because I've hardly yeah. had I've, I've hardly been drinking haze yeah, when you recently. deprive yourself of it and then you have it again, you're like, oh man, it's so good. But there's also, we talk about palate fatigue. If you just have hazy beer after all hazy beer all the time, it almost loses its effect and they all yes. essentially start tasting the same. Yes. You're not getting the, the variations from one to the next because it, you're just like smashing your face with alpha acids and just yeah, like, right? you know what I mean? Even at other half, like I've, we've uh, talked about this before, um, this one here. Oh, is that the same thing you guys? Oh, maximum recording time. Um, the, um, I've mentioned before, I've been to other half and done like, you know, whatever, eight beers in a row. And yeah. Like, it was like, I like, could barely tell the difference. Yesterday we did, uh, I think it was 11 all up between yeah. us though. Like little, uh, Some of them were chases. Flights. Or four. Yeah. We only like to get two at a time. So uh, you get okay. sort of a flight and we had a few of them like. Was uh, this at other place. half or you at Momofuku? At Momofuku. Oh, I had other okay. half in a bunch of places. We oh, okay. went to the actual brewery. Nice. So I like went to. You had been before though, right? This is my third time. Okay, nice. We've been. Um, it was rammed. It was crazy. But yeah, we had a whole bunch. I felt like this time everything tasted really different. And because of the. Would you agree? Oh, because yeah, this the time collabs. was the most like for having the most collabs you've had. Yeah, and right. So I think that's what made them not all taste the same because yeah. I feel like. Any other place I go and I have like four or five hazy beers, I'm just like, okay. From the same, from the same brewer, it's like, like right. So, so, the same. so the collab that the other brewery would bring an element of their yeah, style I think to that the, was right. the reason why. Yeah, so basically. That's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this is the first time I'm not like, like I can still taste the differences. Yeah. <laughs> so that could be it because that was so different. So basically, you know, the other half have their like. I don't know, the main stuff, they've got Daydream stuff, which I think is uh, the the lactose versions, and mm-hmm. the Mylar ones, they've got triples and doubles, yep. all citra, everything, all mosaic, everything, and yeah, 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 all yeah. blah, 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 right? So they, they, those are all very somewhat very slight differences. Yes. But today, the day we were recording this, I believe is other half's fifth anniversary. Okay. And they re-brewed a whole ton of collab beers that they'd done over the, over the past few years okay. just for this. So it's almost like Soda City re-brewing Get it in, yeah. Right. And just fresh. Same ingredient, same recipe. So just taking the same recipe and just same redoing recipe. it. Exactly. So they didn't have the cans there. I got whatever cans they had, which would have been probably from last week mm-hmm. and some bottles or whatever. But 
today, I believe, that we're releasing them all. And I didn't realize when we walked in. I knew that we're doing the release today. So I was like a little disappointed that I wouldn't get to, to grab the cans or whatever. But I literally got to try every single one, every single hazy one. We got them and there was two or three stout ones, but they were like dead ass 15%. Right. I was like, I was already fucked. Like, like $20 was, a bottle, you're saying? They didn't even sell them. I got, I bought those ones, but they weren't uh, collabs. There's other one. Oh, the Omnipolo the okay. collab was 15%. Damn. There's another one was 15%? like- 15%? Yeah, 15.4, I think. And that's whatever I have in the fridge isn't oh. the Omnipolo one, but it's also the same. What is uh, Prodemus? Uh, Prodromus, I think it's 10. Yeah, yeah so it's crazy. So 15 is wow. massive. Um, That's, yeah. But they had the best ones. The Monkish collab was out of control. That mm. was like, luckily Tiff saw, I didn't even notice from the, which one were which that when she did that, like, yeah, like oh shit. The Monkish one was great. The Cloudwater one was super dope. The Half Acre one. I think we got full pours of those three actually. Yeah. And all the rest, we got different ones, but they were all super, super different. Some I, I, there was actually one I just really would never, like, didn't like at all. Really? I forgot what it was called. Daydream it was layers. The one that was the blend of Daydream all, layers. Blend of two beers or something. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a blend of something. That's why it's called layer. They like. I thought it was just different hop combinations. Oh, I thought it was. Do they have any blend. fruited stuff there, or they kind of stick to just the? I hop? got one fruited stuff. Okay. It was a. I didn't get drink it there. I got the can. It was okay. a, a double Berliner Weiss with something. Okay. I didn't so, know. That. I thought they were. I didn't know they did that. I thought. No, they, they had a hell. I had a hell. Oh, too. damn. Okay. Yeah, they had a hell. They had a little bit of everything. Now. Yeah, man, they do like everything. Like yeah. they're super sick. I remember at uh, the first Witchstock. Yeah. They were for me the best brewery there. Yes. From the beers I had, uh, I was most impressed by them, and I, I feel like you kind of talked them down. Like you had just been there not too long before that. Kind of had that first experience where yeah. I thought everything was the same. Right. And you're like, they're good, but they're not like the goat. And I'm like, okay. And then I had a couple of them like, dude, these are really good. And ever since I've had them at a few other different festivals, like liquid arts. And I was like, each time I'm like, these are just so good. Like, yeah, they just, they nail that style. So yeah, the broccoli is amazing. Like the, the, they're double IPAs. They're they're just, they're double dry. Double IP. They're exceptional. They're very good. Um, yeah, you are right. I think I I was more impressed this time. Because right. could, we could have gone anywhere. We had yesterday afternoon free before we flew back. So I was like, oh, should we go to like Grimm or like Interborough or like go into Queens, go to Finback? I was right. like, I just want to go to You love Finback. You spoke, love yeah, Finback. Yeah, you spoke really so highly of them. Yeah. Uh, this was now I'm like, oh, other half of the like the gods. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I was already fucking with it, but yeah. like we, we went to uh, Momo. But where did we go? We went to uh, yeah, Momofuku on whatever on Thursday for uh, drinks mm-hmm. and they had it there. But we went the night before, we met with our friend Adriana out there and went to this place called The Jeffrey, which we also went to before. And they had, uh, I had Hill Farmstead, um, some Grimm, um, Six Point had a hazy beer. Uh, another one, I had four hazy beers that were just all super fire. They didn't have other half there. But then, yeah, the next day, like, I feel like everywhere I went, it was like impossible to not find <laughs> fire beer. Even at the comedy... Like, uh, can I just go to a place that doesn't have amazing can beer I? for can once? Can drink a Guinness or something? <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Ugh, it was uh, it was pretty dope, to, to, and it it was it's good and bad. This I don't know if it's something I really want to get deep into now because I get mad passionate. <laughs> but like we were talking about it earlier, that yeah. the thing that upset me about it was like I can go anywhere. I mean, we went to a, a random yes. like yeah. Japanese restaurant 
for lunch or whatever. Well, random as in one of the most prestigious, prestigious yeah. Like prestigious, most prestigious, but it's, it's just like, very well known. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like super pricey or anything, random. but like no, no, it was just the like fact well known. that yeah. it was at breakfast for us. What we had was a coffee beforehand. We had a coffee. A coffee? Oh, you just had a coffee over here. Fucking coffee over here. Fucking coffee. Yeah, coffee. Did you see him walking here? Walk the dog. You get a coffee. We thought we had a guy talk like that. That's awesome. I would have just followed him around. Well, yeah, same. Was like, yeah. He was like standing out on the phone. He's like, this fucking guy, he wants me this to stay out. Fucking guy, eh? This fuck- fucking guy. Sal, hey, Sal. <laughs> Give me I a coffee. I would have cracked the other half and just followed him around. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god, this is gold. All you gotta do is be wearing Tim's in the New York Yankee fitted. Wow, wow. Oh, and wow. AirPods. Everyone has AirPods. It was unbelievable. Ew. Sorry. Sorry that anyone who has AirPods. No, I, I can't fuck with AirPods. Yeah. Oh, they just fall out. It's you're like rich. If you have AirPods. And you don't care? They're like $125. Like, every meme on the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. That's how we catch it. Every time we saw someone on the train, we're like, that guy's rich. Yeah. 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 Like, you're too rich to be on the train. Like, yeah, what are you doing on the train, man? What are you doing you're wealthy. <laughs> Should you be using like a hoverboard yeah. or something? Yeah, like, damn, bro. Yeah. Private plane, some shit. Uh, what was the point? Coffee over here. Coffee over here. Walking around, having good stuff. Just like you have a hazy beer available Thank you. Yes. So, thank you, man. So, wherever we were going, I was like, I'm, I've said this to even to brewers and stuff. Like, I was hanging out a bunch of Montreal brewers multiple times in the last few weeks, and I mentioned it to them. I was like, this is why I don't, I, honestly, I don't go out in Montreal because they don't really have what I would prefer to drink anywhere mm. now there's always fire beer don't get me wrong like, yeah the, the stuff that's around here and i don't want to just shit on montreal like this is probably a lot of places that are like this but there's there's just nothing like that and right. i'm not even saying like if something like bar canada was based out of here and they were they so were in bars across you're, the city, you're talking availability i'm talking about availability yes but even if there was there isn't the only hazy beer that's kind of got a half decent distro is boreal yeah. Yeah. which is good which is a great beer yeah. um but like say other half, I feel like they have so many and they keep interchanging it right. all the time. Like even the last couple trips, I was, we went to random bars as well with Adriana and like they had it there. Mm. And we went to dinner one place, they had it. And then we went to another place right after and they had it there too. Like different, but two different right. beers. It was crazy to me. I was like, this is what I want to be able to achieve. I feel like if we go to Ottawa, you'll be able to drink uh, Dominion City or some Beyond the Pale Hills or something like that, right? True. You go to Toronto, uh, Bellwood isn't on tap a lot, but... Blood Brothers is out here, like, you, you know, like... So you are saying you're not calling out Montreal specifically, but you're saying it's a problem specifically in Montreal that you can't go to any old bar and get a good hazy IPA. You can't get a Northeast IPA. Correct. Or, like, you got to really work for it to find one in the city. Yes, I, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And even when I have been out one time, um, memory card's full in this, babe. What? Uh, gra- I'm not filming anything... This is already like filming parts done, so you can. Okay, so you can, cool. Okay. Um, real life podcast production. <laughs> I only edit the beginning and the end. That's true. <laughs> it's already gone. Like, the idea is to push you guys to watch the, to listen to the whole podcast. Right, exactly. Because uh, this is where the gold is. Um, so basically, uh, there's no. So say even the Northeast, we went out for a restaurant. I couldn't believe we went to, for a drink and they had it there. And I grabbed it and it looked like a Pilsner. And apparently it was a bad batch that they distributed at the time. And I was like, have they changed this beer? I was was devastated, (laughs) as you could imagine. Uh, So, like, um, the thing is, like, I was thinking about all the different breweries in the city. Like, all the ones, say, on the island that I would regularly, you know, Fort Origins, Judy C.L., Helm, Bira, Boswell, 
um, Benelux, mm-hmm. St. Buck. I mean, St. Buck always has haze from other places, or often has haze from other places, but I don't know if they really make it themselves, or if they do, no one has told me that it's fire. I felt like if something's really fire, people would talk about it. Right. Uh, Brasserie du Bas Canada from Gatineau, Quebec. They are, it's like two hours here, right across the uh, river from Ottawa. They are the, by far, the goats of haze in Quebec. Yep. Um, they really haven't talked much about cellaring yet, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> and they distribute to Montreal usually every two weeks. And as soon as they go, like, they announce that they're distributing there. Right. You know, you got a few hours and they're gone. Right. Um, so Have you been able to I've had grab when you've been here? Because I've been following the drops right on, on facebook and on facebook because oh, okay. that's where quebec beer is on facebook for some reason. <laughs> uh and i've got a store close to me vertum beer right. and they always have it yeah um, walkable yeah walkable yeah. So a few blocks next yeah. to judicial nice and um i cop it from there yeah i know the dudes sort of like we met them at um Fuduni. um super cool guys but uh i don't really get access to that stuff very often so that's just cans they don't do kegs I've never seen them on tap anywhere I've been to vice versa a lot and Ildegard there's never any haze at either of those places right. or milkshakes even if you want to like go there which I'm not really complaining about so much because I know we talk about lactose but I, I don't care that much the lactose yeah. things a bit you just a want a nice hoppy hazy IPA yeah. is that and I didn't too much re- to ask yeah. for and I didn't realize I've said this a lot and I thought maybe in my own head, I thought, oh, maybe I'm just complaining a bit yeah. and like it's not that bad. And then but I went when to talking, New York yeah. like yesterday. Different game. Yeah. I, I realized, I'm like, this is what life is supposed to be like. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, it's like, it's that serious for me. Like, it's really important to me. I don't want to just go out and drink a saison or some shit like that. Like, right. I want that style of beer in, in my world. Well, is it that there's not the demand for it? Yes, you want it. But is it not something that people want in Quebec in Montreal because I I feel like from what people have said there's a lot of purists here there's a lot of you know true to style give me the Belgian stuff give me you know uh, what an IPA used to be you know give me the you know West Coast Coast, exactly or just like some sort of fruity IPA that's not hazy but kind of not like sure but like I feel like some people here think that maybe that's just a trend and they're like, well, I'm not going to fall into that trend. So I'm going to continue making these tried and true styles that, you know, people love, Mm -hmm. but I'm not willing to kind of, uh, cave in because they're trendy right now and people like them. I'm not going to do it because that's, uh, I'm not that guy. Do you think that's maybe an issue? Because I I don't feel like there's lack of like, people want to drink hazy IPAs. People want to drink hoppy IPAs. That's right. That's like, if you've had a hoppy IPA, you want more. It's delicious, right? Yeah. So I don't think it's not for like lack of people wanting it. I think it's maybe for lack of people wanting to make it, if that makes any sense. I think that's exactly it because the brewers don't necessarily want to make it. Yeah. But if Bath Canada are doing drops every two weeks and they sell out within hours, does that not tell you everything that you need to know? You'd think, right? But I think even like, I think maybe some brewers are just a little bit stubborn in the sense that, well, I, I don't that. care. I don't, I don't need to make this. I make my other beer and it sells just fine. You know what I mean? It's the same argument as like, I don't need to go market to black people because I have enough bearded white guys coming in to buy my shit every time. I agree. I'm so. not saying it's smart. No, I'm not or, agree. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I haven't got yeah, yeah, you, but no, no, I know. it's probably the same mm-hmm. thinking, right? That people are, are doing. And I can understand. I'm actually, I've stood up for that a lot in the past. I really think it's dope when brewers uh, are really like are true to themselves. 
and I'm making uh, making beers that they truly love because they'll come out better. Because I've had many New England IPAs, New England, you know, in air quotes, yes. that are horrendous because they're just a shitty attempt from a brewer who didn't want to do it well, in the first place. A great example was when we went to uh, the Michigan Summer Beer Festival. Oh yeah, that was some bad and that's, ones there. And that's right, what, like that was at the peak of like when any IPAs, right, when IPA, Northeast IPAs were like, that they were just the, the thing. on the trend, on the upward trend, and everyone made one. Everyone had one, and I remember there was one. It was called like Obligation or something. It was yeah, and it's like they literally made it because they felt yeah. obligated to, and they call it Obligation, and, and it was trash. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. And it's like, and there yeah. were a bunch that were just these really half-hearted efforts at making this style of beer, and so you could tell they didn't want to do it, but they felt obligated to. And there was the one brewery that stood out, Old Nation, who made that fit, a, like a, a range of fantastic hazy M43, IPAs. Forty three bucks. Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed was amazing. They did a strawberry M forty three. So too. like just like they nailed it. Yeah. But there were so many failed attempts. But I just like I said, half hearted attempts. Like yeah. I guess I got to make this beer. So it's sad to say, but like it's a very desirable style. So it, it's sad to say that people are stubborn and don't want to give the people what they want yeah right that's it's it, it is that's really comes down to what yeah. it is and even while we're sort of talking now i'm thinking like on, on the positive side like we just at, at Lespas for the launch they had their uh, attack galaxy or something I think it was called galactic attack galactic or mm-hmm. something like that it was like a it wasn't quite a new england but it was super hazy or delicious okay. Um, nice and tropical. Fantastic. Like it wasn't what I would consider a New England IPA. But it was just a fantastic ass IPA. It's pretty close to it. It was pretty close. It's pretty close, right? Yeah. So like that's like they're not even trying to do that. It's no. making stuff. They're like yeah, people are gonna want this a bit. But they did it well at least, right? They did it well. Like, Simon's fantastic. Yeah. And Kyle and Roxanne are both amazing too. So like they're they're fan, they're, what they're doing is dope. Yeah. And there's a lot of breweries that are making killer shit. I definitely yeah. want to come across like a hater. It's just I, I'm always just mad disappointed that there's yeah. an obvious like it's to, like the business like the business side of me is looking at like well there's no, there's a gap in the market yeah no one in montreal is doing this shit yep like regularly and consistently as well as bar canada mm-hmm. why do we have to wait every two weeks or why do drinkers in montreal have to wait when you could be selling that shit like by the ton regularly like there's enough people and there'd be it'd get the haze heads from vermont coming through yeah. like it's it will encourage beer tourism like i just don't understand why no one i almost feel it. like quebec is gonna take a go at it when it's like ironic to make it like, <laughs> like they're going to wait till no one wants one sense. and then they're going to start making them and they're going to be like oh this is a traditional style and we're going to make this all the time now and you're like like and i want to have four you now. <laughs> what the hell i kind of wouldn't be surprised to yeah. um it's but a was, culture thing it's a culture thing too you think so has to like probably be like maybe there are people in like belgium being like why is nobody making hazy ipas here there could be a guy out there being like i love hazy ipas yeah. I think Quebec has a more traditional culture in so many different ways. It's That's true. just different. And they're tied more to European styles totally. than they're tied to North America. Yeah. Quebec is not even... It's almost a statement to say that, to, yeah. to, to make the hazy... It's like more in North America. Right. Than we're, Quebec's not... We're not no, they do saisons and you do not, sours yeah. and... Yeah, I think it's just not their style. Hmm. It's just, I, I agree with C. There's, there's a huge gap in the market. And why sure. would you not want to give the people what they want? Make a... And like... I don't know, play around with it. You don't have to force it. Just be like, you know, like, make it your own. Maybe put a little twist on it. Like, maybe use a different yeast than, you know what I mean? But, like, people want 
big juicy hazy IPA. So do what you want. They're not with bad that anyway. They're it's not. It's gonna be a style. It's gonna it's gonna fall in and out of fashion, but it's always gonna be there. Like that style now has it's... become it's established itself as mm. something that people like and people want that and. I mean, when I go to a bar in Toronto, I expect you to have one at least. Give me one, you know, uh, Northeast IPA, milkshake IPA. Or Do you find that, IPA. that happens? I don't really go to bars that much anymore. Yeah, same. But um, I do go to breweries and... Yeah. Depending so, on the brewery I go to, I mean, like some, like if I go to a brewery that does like, I mean, like Blood Brothers doesn't usually have. Uh, they always have haze. What are you talking about? Uh, Shimmy is like hazy. Yeah, but it not in the true sense of like, uh, yeah, uh, like a northeast IPA. Huh. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're great, but I like I, I go to I like Blood Brothers. I like their sour beers. Like the sours are fire. The sours are awesome, and they they, they do an awesome guilty remnant beer, which we had the on one stout. of the yeah that the was white chocolate 71. stout. Seventy-one. Yes, I couldn't New tell Year's you the day. number, but I remember it was New Year's Day. Yes. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, there's, there's certain places I go, and I expect to, like, so, like, uh, I'm well, talking about Henderson's like, wouldn't have a hazy IPA. Like, I wouldn't true. go there for that. If I go to Bellwoods, yes, I expect numerous hazy IPAs there, right? Yeah. But, I, I you know, like, give me some. Give me, give me, some. Give me one. Give me, one. Give me an option. I don't need, right? like, 13. But no. Give me, give me one or two. That's what I'm saying. A couple different ones. Right. Like, I've heard, on the flip side, uh, I've heard, you know, some mates go to Barkett. <clears throat> excuse me, Bar Canada, and they've got six, seven different IPAs. Right. That the only real difference is the hot bill, for the most part. Uh, and then they might have, like, their Pilsner, which is exceptional, by the way. Like, right. their Pilsner is fire. Yeah. Uh, and then I think that recently they did a barley wine, they did a stout, stuff like that. So they'll have those bad boys. But I've had even mates... See, but you're going... I feel like... I mean, you go to Bar Canada, you know what you're that, into, right, right? exactly. But I mean, I guess people will go there hoping they'd have a bunch... And then maybe they bring their friend who wants something else and there's nothing else for them. So it's literally the flip side. I feel like there's just two... Ex- well, there's that. <laughs> Seriously. But like this is like both sides of, of that coin where right. like you could sort of argue either one. I would just personally... If there's any brewers... Honestly, I want to say this before. Like yeah. If there's any brewers listening who... Have an explanation or... Either have an explanation, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Or if anyone wants to like... Like, you know what? They're, you're in Montreal or whatever. You could be anywhere and you want to collab with us. Holly, Yo, real and talk. Let, we'll do, let's do a hazy collab yeah. and see how it goes. Yeah. And it's not because... Do a small run of it. Just maybe you, your yeah. drinkers will come through and they'll be like, what's yeah. this about? Yeah. Like if, you, if you're if you not sure about trying it, yeah. maybe come to someone like us where our brand, everyone knows, like, you know, that's what, that's what we do, right? Whether it's something like lactose or hazy or fun or some shit of all the all the beers that we've done for the most part yeah. so uh holler at us yeah i just want to put that out there no doubt you know what i'm saying I feel you on that do you feel it's time to talk about um we should probably get into cellaring because that's kind of what the episode is about but no you know what we had to do a bit of a catch-up that was only 50 minutes yeah only only so we went through we have some notes here on essentially some cellaring do's or don'ts yep you and i have uh don't have actual sellers. What is Where an actual you, cellar? So my understanding uh, is an, a cellar would be a temperature or climate controlled room um, where one would keep their right. beers. It's very similar to a wine cellar, same shit, essentially. Um, well, mine is temperature controlled. You keep all yours in the fridge. Yes. Okay. It's a temperature controlled fridge. Too. Oh, well, then I'm incorrect about your yeah. cellaring. I thought you kept them just like... No, I have... Uh, well, I bought that little... Um, the temperature controller Yeah, thing. the Johnson Controls temperature. I, I bought it for brewing purposes to keep um, fermentation t- uh, temperature 
similar. Are we still filming? There? Yeah, filming. I just wasn't okay. even looking at the camera. Um, yeah, so I initially bought it for that, and I still use it for that when I brew, which I don't do very often. But um, I now use it to keep my uh, little bar fridge at a consistent temperature. Right. So I keep all my cellar beers in there. I keep it at around fifty-five degrees, mm -hmm. and it keeps them cool, not cool. cold. Uh, out of the light, uh, under ideal circumstances. Fahrenheit, to be clear. Correct. So it keeps them just nice and cool, just dark, just where they want to be. So um, I've had, I essentially put a bunch of beers in there about two years ago and just started getting into them now. So I had a few of them. Some were very nice. Others I felt lost some in the process. What did they lose? Like what kind of beers and what would they have lost? Like? Um... And it clearly goes down, it's not because of a temperature issue, it's just because that beer itself just dropped. That's right. Time. And I didn't really know a lot about celery at the time. I just so like, oh, this, I'm like, I associate it with high ABV. I'm like, you don't want to put a light beer in there. You don't want to put a hoppy beer in there, mm -hmm. right? There would be no point in cellaring a lager. Um, neither would there be a point in cellaring like a hoppy IPA, right? Or any IPA. Uh, so I put, I put high ABV beers. I put uh, Belgian styles, Imperial stouts, stuff like that in there. Uh, there were a couple porters, like higher ABV porters. I think one of those was the ones, an adjuncty one with like coconut and chocolate. Adjuncts tend to drop. And it was in a can as well, so it, it got a metallic flavor in the it. The night shift. That's the you one. You waited too long, that shit yeah. was fire. Yeah. So I, I like a year ago. I had right. it, and I feel like it, a lot of it dropped out. Um, I still have a bunch in there that I'm really it looking... It wasn't bad though, right? It was just not drink, not like optimal. You could tell it wasn't what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's right. And... I'm kind of pissed because I should have drank that one right away when we first got it. But I, I waited still a few yeah. months, but it was it was pretty good. But um, so like the optimal they say is uh, about a year. Okay. And you can leave it anywhere up to like two or three years, depending on the style. Depending on the ABV and style and such, but that's kind of the optimal zone. Gotcha. That you'd want to go for. Right. Um, styles like you know, uh, like the Belgian styles. So like right. a double or something like that. Uh, Imperial stouts. They last um, any longer? Well, yeah, the high anything with um, my high ABV. High ABV. Because a bit more stable. That's right. Hmm. Um, and I feel like they benefit more. Like the le like, there is some that falls out. Like it, like the fruited things, like things that are fruited. The fruit's gonna it's fall gonna out. I find like it, like, like if you're not drinking out. those right away, yeah. you're not getting it at its optimal flavor. So no. It's so hard. I know that like I've like, got a bunch of my mine are just literally sitting, excuse me, on like a bar cart um, in the open in a temperature fluctuating room apartment, um, which is not optimal by any standards. Um, I have a, a variety of styles. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the types, but essentially it's sort of farmhouses, uh, fruited sours, regular sours, whatever, and stouts, essentially. Right. That's, and barley, a couple of barley wines and stuff in there. Um, usually, and the reason, I don't know about you, I, I would say for most beer nerds, none of us really intended, most of us never intended to have a cellar. It's like, you get hold of these beers, like it's the crime beer. Down, yeah, it's pretty much overstock. <laughs> like, it really, that's all it is. Like, yeah. I got a bunch of, I did a trade, drank all the other ones pretty quick because they were haze, and I put those ones there, and then I would finish them, and then I'd get more haze mm -hmm. before I can get to the other one, and I'm like... Or then I get beer mails. I'm like, fuck, I've got to do this This first. is what became the issue. The the drinkability, the the perishability of hazy IPAs and the constant influx, whether it be traded, purchased, Gross. or given to you. 
Yep. Um, you're like, well, if I don't drink that, and that I remember that one phrase that kind of changed the game for you, is the uh, treat it like milk. And you're for like, the haze? Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, it's milk. It's milk. It's milk. I have, drink, drink, I have to drink this milk this week. Yep. If I don't drink this milk, it's going to be sour. <laughs> <laughs> you got, and it, but yeah, you had, Facts. you had an influx of hazy IPAs, and you're like, if I don't drink these, they're not going to taste how they're supposed to taste. And then I wasted my and money. And then you're wasting it. Right. If they're for exactly. a female. Or if I'm it's for a male, doing... you're not doing it justice, right? You're like, yeah. uh, right? Because the other half ain't cheap, so I'm not letting them bitches waste. Like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what happened with, with my situation anyway. So, this winter, uh, it's been good. I've kept it really like low. Tiff and I just been home working. Like we just not, um, we traveled a few, doing a few little things, but nothing crazy. So we've been able to no trips of a lifetime. No trips of a lifetime <laughs> yet. So we're like, all right. Well, we. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, I can finally get into the cell. And you could tell there's a few little dents. I've really yeah. like put a dent in. Tiff helped well, me. That thing started growing. Like it's on the bottom of your bar cart, but now it's on your floor and yeah. it's kind of flowing into your bedroom and like under it's, the desk. And... It's actually going to sleep in the bed. Yeah. Give out the bed. It's out of control. I, I want to like get into them. It's like just, you have some, I'm working on it. There's like, some fire some now. fire there yeah. too. Like you got like every barn owl there. You got um, half the bun. That was sitting yeah. around for a while. I want to. I'll be waiting. They actually just released Is that, it. That Motley Crew's open, right? Mo I don't have Motley Crew. I never had that. Which one are you there? There's the only two things the that open are bottle oh, that's of open. Motley yeah, Crew. There's a Motley Crew there. It's open. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, I will. I was keeping that's the old one. I was yeah. gonna keep that one for the. Uh, I want to put like a flower in it or some shit, like a vase. Okay. It was kind of cool. I know why we just kept the bottles for now. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of barnails. You're, you're a bit of. You're a collector, aren't you? I'm an ex-hoarder, like, reformed hoarder. Yes, that, yes. Sorry, I, I didn't I want to call them. it that. That sounds dirty. But Hoarder does sound dirty. I say collector. It sounds more... Uh, yeah, like, you know, I always collected things. I like food I've been looking at my beer bottle and can collection. I feel like you And now that me. I'm moving, I'm thinking Just about... Perfect. I'm Keep the milkshakes, though. I will. I like the milkshakes. The milkshakes and everything else. But I kept, like... Heady and focal and crusher. Keep like a couple key ones. See now, all of a sudden, <laughs> I went from piff them, piff them, get rid of them. To, no, keep that. Oh no, keep no, that. Oh, no, no, you gotta keep that. Come one, on. Though. They're the like the thing, children, right? Yeah, even I, I threw a bunch out of the growl, uh, growlers recently that I had. Oh, it's just like cans, I feel like, like it looks like a frat house in my apartment. Yeah, it's. <laughs> what are you expecting? Yeah, it? that's what you uh, get for beer. Um, so for those, we actually, funnily enough, uh, I don't, don't know if I said this earlier, but someone mentioned on uh i can't remember if it was instagram or facebook or whatever are you guys happy you guys happen to be doing an episode on cellaring anytime soon this was yeah. like a few days ago and i was like oh, oh yes Scotty's yeah. coming up funnily enough we're gonna do uh something and i was on supposed cellar. to bring some beers from my cellar but i didn't because i'm a do you know what we wouldn't have had a get through anyway yeah, i mean we had a few much. drinks that we didn't have too yeah. many at Las bass and um we shot a video before this we had to bust out a really big beer yeah. after this i just couldn't finish this crab one a I'm, small I'm so version sure. of a really big beer though, yeah we have the bigger version of this beer. oh yeah i'm sorry that that one's gonna need four five six people even two of us doing this one i'm genuinely oh, scared but uh so the first uh in our the first point oh my god is it emily wrote this no way. Emily from Sardust? No, Emily oh. Hutto from, she owns a, um, that is crazy. I didn't know she was a writer. She is a, um, it has to be her. She's, She's interviewing someone. Interesting. She's a PR agent. Maybe mm -hmm. she used to be a writer. She owns a, a, a PR agency um, dealing with beer. She was the rep for Scarborough in Durango, Colorado. Oh, okay. I spoke to her the other day, actually. That's pretty good. Shouts to Emily. Yes, it's Emily. I don't know. Same name. Cool? Same name. It's got to be her. She's writing about beer. That's like, cool. it can't be nothing. 
So I might hit her up for this. First is do sell a beer with high amounts of residual malt sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they call residual sugars oxygen sponges because they mm-hmm. absorb oxygen, which I guess delays the oxidization. Right. Um, and uh, they stop the thinning malt profile, which I guess is kind of like the the main thing. You want to keep that malt exactly how it was supposed to be. Especially if it's be. one of those like big robust malty beers so right? what, like what would a, be a, a, a beer example with high amounts of residual malt sugar would you say I mean maybe a barley wine yeah something um, like that imperial or imperial stout. IP, yeah imperial stout sorry not imperial IPA imperial stout I mean technically an imperial IPA imperial would have Porter. that yeah do but you know what I do have a founder's imperial IPA in the fridge not in there but I've had it for quite a while it would be gross at that you reckon well I find all the IPAs like legend. They get all the all the hops die out and like that boozy maltness comes through. It's uh, mm. I've had like we've sat I've had some headies that sat around for a long time. Yes. The whole color changes; it turns like orange. Yeah, it goes I'm from like a yellow that. to an orange, yeah. and all the hops fall out and it gets malty and boozy. And I'm like, it's yeah, not my jam. I can't definitely deal with that at all. Uh, don't exclude drier styles of beer. So um, like Belgian Trappist, yeah. yeah. Uh, are pretty dry Uh, because they do have they don't have the residual sugar but they also so just because you want to keep the ones that are sort of higher the ones that are on the drier side aren't going to it's not going to ruin them right definitely good to keep them Um, Lambics Lambics as well of course Lambics are huge for um, aging and basically one of the things that you said uh, even though a lot of them are fruited, I think they maybe it could be in the, the the chemical makeup of them. But they, I don't, I don't believe they lack the the. Um, I'm sorry, the fruit drops a lot. I've seen so many like lambics are one of the most because it. I believe the way the fruit is added is different than like, like the North American correct, stuff. Yeah, a lot of the stuff like, for instance, the beer we made today, the fruit is just kind of added up dashed in yeah. at the end whereas like this is like barely aged. aged on that right. for like a year or that's whatever. right so it's yeah. not you're not that that fruit's not falling out that fruit is a part of the beer whereas it's almost like a lot of the fruity beers we drink are essentially like juices added at the end to just to yes. give it that punch of fruit and flavor and color and, stuff and they're like not like that. embedded into the beer over right. time type of thing so it's completely different right. so do add imperial stouts to your cellar i think Mm-mm. like 90 percent of my cellar is imperial stouts yeah i'd say the majority i have of some too. uh some oldies but goodies i have a hellwoods from nice way thing. back i have uh is it an old one because i got a newish one it's it, it, newish it's like three years old. okay i got mine last year yeah no it they do them every two year. years old maybe two years that's it yeah, yeah yeah so two years old um i have some stone uh imperial russian imperial stout in there i have um uh what's that called old rasputin yeah old rasputin isn't that a a rasputin yeah isn't that who's that by is that like a that's american beer right yeah yeah isn't that like a a big deal i think kind of yeah and i said i found it in lcbo at the same time i found kbs and the uh, LCBO on King Street. Oh, the King's Banana? Yeah. God lovely. And I just randomly walked in there and I was like, KBS, what the hell? I was like, is this for sale? Can I get the... Because at the time, like, <laughs> yeah, I never had it. it. And I was like, sick. This is, you're <laughs> selling this? And I was like, grabbing them, <laughs> pulling the whole shelf off of my cart. No. And I found that. And then I found out some other, like, weird Norwegian, Belgian double. And I, I bought those and I threw them in. And I put little... Um, uh, I bought little, uh, like, uh, uh, sticker tags... 
and I put, I basically took any information. I, I put the date I bought it on. I put the date, if there's any information, when it was bottled. That's smart. And uh, just any information I, that was on the bottle or that I had at the time, threw it up to the sticker on there and put just it in so there. Know. So now when I pull it out for reference, I'm like, oh, this has been sitting here for two months. Oh, man. Or sorry, one that. year, two months, three days, 26 hours, and 46 <laughs> minutes. That's actually genius. So it was an attempt to kind of, uh, you know, start a seller. Mm. A question I have for you is, is there a point in cellaring beers if you can't compare it to the original? Like, you don't know the improvements your beer's made yes. if you're not comparing it to another one. I've been told there is zero point. Okay. And I agree with that. Some people are talking, like, like, man, why are you selling? I'm like, I'm not cellaring it to make, to see what it tastes like. Right. It's like, I just can't get to it. It's only right. like, I don't know. I can't drink seven beers a night, dude. Like, particularly these big ones. A lot of these ones, like, you can't it's not possible to drink unless you're sharing them or unless you're some sort of crazy animal with drinking. There's many so like, if you're not going to compare them yet, there, I've been, when I was first asking a lot of people, like Noah Forrest from Beerism told me a lot about this stuff and like, there is no, uh, there's no other way to know. So it's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, next one. Yeah, don't leave them there for too long. Well, so. that's something that we both fuck up royally on yeah i mean so they recommend here that uh well emily recommends well dawson who she's interviewing i believe oh shasta dawson recommends i think that's his last name uh almost all imperial stouts can benefit from a year of aging dawson recommends or dawson recommends and beyond that another two or three years at the most so i guess that would make four years the longest you could keep or should keep a stout mm. three or four years would be the longest. Yeah. So I found I had a KBS from Giles. I reckon it was twenty seventeen as, yeah. and I definitely I don't know if Nisia just mentioned they can get a soy sauce flavor. I totally really get soy sauce. like a salty umami flavor. That, yeah, that seems like not, it's like dark. Yeah. Like I had soy sauce the other day, and I was like, oh, this is what they're talking <laughs> about. Like I'm not, I thought about I've had yeah. soy sauce a million times, but like comparing it to what people are talking about in yeah. beer, I'm like, oh, I get it. It's just this like saltiness and like kind of tangy bitterness that yeah. like doesn't it's not, it's not really meant to be there yeah. it was subtle but I think you can get a whole beer that's like right. soyed out and you just want to dump that I would like to look because I've always been like beers are a very delicate thing they shouldn't be in light they shouldn't be with heat fluctuation they need to be preserved they need to be cold dark and undisturbed, right? Yes. So I would be concerned for the conditions that those are under. I am. And I would, I would think that it would do more harm than good. I, I don't know. I don't know that, I would agree with uh, that enough about it, but like, I just don't know how, because it's like 80 degrees in here right now. I turn the heater I, off completely. I, I don't know how cold but it gets, minus, but like... Oh, it gets pretty cold. If the heater's off, right. it's like you, you have to have a space heater on. Right. You have to like... I just think, because I went to someone's cellar clearing party once, and I'm pretty sure I got sick off their beer because they just kept their this, beer in a the closet. The one I'm thinking of? Yeah. They just kept their beer in a closet. Everyone I know does that. Right, but... Except no, well Noah does, but Noah's in a basement. So I get it, so dark, yes, I get it dark, but like if it's an upstairs and you're blasting the heat all day... No, like, you're right. I've made this mistake before too. I've I've tried to brew beer and control the heat of, or the brew, the uh, fermentation temperature with like turning my thermostat up and down, and I'm like, not it's, quite, not quite. No, it's like a more precise science. So I wanted to t control the temperature, which is why I put it in the fridge and put the little temperature control. So I feel like I have a little bit more, but like 
I don't know if the power goes out. Like it's, I, I don't know how temperamental they are. I just don't think everyone's like, different. Heat sure. and light is like the worst thing for a burst for a beer. Yeah. No, you're right. You're so right. And you know what's funny? Uh, when you were mentioning the closet, I remember the guy from the Wild Shack. You met Remy tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a thousand dollar or fifteen hundred dollar bottle of Millennium Goods. They got on the year, made in the year two thousand, yeah, yeah. sitting on a shelf, yeah. closet in a bedroom, and they probably had. Remember, I don't know if you remember one of our early early videos. that actually did yeah. pretty well because it said this is what five thousand dollars of beers looks like, and it was like ten beers. And it was worth five. Oh, that from uh, from their yeah, wild yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't their wild check because yeah, yeah, yeah. they had an ex- exceptional seller. That was the right. reason I found out the bell was was fire because they were wearing. Yeah, there the wasn't all like the verticals yeah. lined up. Yeah, it's insane. And they but they just had, had them sitting around. They the probably house, had like, no. It was in one cl- two closets. They yeah. probably I would say they'd be. Was it cool at least or like? No, particularly we were there in like yeah. January February like. Same as anything else. And I think they probably it, had 10, 20 grand of beer in the... The traditional sense of a cellar would have been an underground room, like the way like they... a rock cave. Yeah, a rock cave yeah. underground like because... Like the founder's thing. Right, because it's cold all year round. It's cold in the winter, it's cold in the summer. Like, it's, you know, kind of cool day. Like, where they age, like, champagne in. It's, like, yeah. dark, cool, musty, like... Musty, for sure. Like, you want, like, dust and da- mold. Da- in yeah, da- so exactly. Like, yeah. like, that would be optimal, like... It's pretty hard to recreate that, that but um, I just think light, that, hence why beer bottles are brown, you're keeping light out of it, right? That's as it. much as you can, and um, heat as well, because I've done this before where I, I would have a case of beer, and I'd purchase it from wherever, throw it in the car, and like it would be in the summer, and it would get hot, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, oh crap, my beer's hot, and then I'd throw it in the fridge again, it would get cold again, and it would lose like... I could already a taste lot. a lot. Like, I would be like, just that one fluctuation in heat, like, oh, they got really warm, and then I put them back in the fridge again. I don't know what it was, but it was just like, they just like were skunked and gross, and I was just like, beer doesn't like that. The same way as like... Do you think different styles? I think it would affect different styles... Differently. Right, correct. Like, one, like, a hazy IPA, would, it would affect, obviously, would be more dead. dramatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dead, right? And some styles, not so much, but again, it's just not good for it. I, I would mm. want it to be like, unsettled so like not shaken up not on its side straight up and down cool and dark would be the optimal thing i just i i just wonder how much it's affected by the temperature fluctuation not having those perfect circumstances and That's, i don't i don't know that answer but I guess only the brewer who made it would be like, oh, yeah, no, this is a mess. Or yeah, whatever. right. Yeah, and that's like, unfortunately for... No, like, I get for, it. For I, any of this us. This is out of necessity. I get it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for any of us who, who don't have the good catch. Um, an underground... An underground seller who live in an apartment. Who can <laughs> like, it just is what it is. So, yeah. like, you know, like, I do what I can. I didn't do it on purpose. I'm not ripping on you, man. No, 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 no. I'm like, I'm even standing up. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of saying it like yeah. I'm like annoyed at myself. Yeah, 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 but because yeah. it, it just happened. It just yeah. was like, well, the bar now came out. I copped that. And yeah. I was like, well, it was always, there was always something else to do. That's yeah. all it came down to. So, someone like Noah. That's why we're clearing the cellar. That's why I was clearing the cellar. Well, I mean, like, slowly, slowly, slowly. Should we get into the that, second beer? I to, wasn't sure if you were ready. Oh, uh, mate, I'm always ready. You want to dash that? <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, in your mouth. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, all right. So, let me just, we'll continue with the cellar thing in just a second. So, we did an interview with Founders Brewing Co. in Grand Rapids, Michigan on uh, in July 2017, as it was episode 58. 
And huge shouts to Francesca. Uh, mm-hmm. She really took care of us. They laced us with a bunch of beer. Now, we haven't, even though it's been a year and a half, we didn't do a beer mail video or anything like that because we were trying to wait to do a whole bunch of them all at once with a bunch of people. We had a great idea, and it was going to be this big collab, and we're all going to get together, and... It just didn't just really work out. It not working. So now we're at the point, that's what a lot of the time, let's say, fuck it, we're just doing it. So this is one of the beers I'm genuinely scared of. <laughs> it's an imperial... Which is mon- part of the reason why I chose it. Yeah, right, because it's small, and we're already doing this, so like, yeah. fuck it. Uh, it's called DKML. It's a imperial malt liquor aged in bourbon barrels. It is uh, a glorious 14.2% alcohol bottled on June wow. 27th, 2017. So this just was bottled when they gave it to us. Yeah. Have not tried this. Haven't smelt it. I don't know anything about it. All I know I is this. good things from Gord, though. Yes. Gord from Bellwoods is a mate of ours, and uh, he's the one who told us about it, and we are like, He's like, 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 oh, so we gave him one of these bottles that we had because he was excited. It smells like a lot of malt. It just smells like a barley wine. Do you like barley wines? No. No, do I. This looks like. Apparently it's life, but. uh... (sighs) For who? (laughs) Looks like a. Like old spoiled IP. Yeah, I'm not trying to take more than you. Oh. There you go. Yeah, I get the thing, yeah. I'm not going to judge a book by its cover, but I'm totally judging a book, okay. a book by its cover. <laughs> so, it's slightly opaque. Not much. It's pretty clear. Yeah. It smells like booze. Yeah, boozy, malty, honey, biscuit, that type of thing. I'm assuming a lot of, like, Maris Otter in there. Get in yeah, there. just getting in, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... Why is it malt liquor? Like, what's up with that? Like, it's just like, what, it's old English? Like, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, actually kind of got, like, uh, it's pretty smooth, actually. It's not, um... No, it was way it's smoother not, than I thought. It's not harsh. I think maybe it would have mellowed out for sitting for... Yeah, for quite a while, right? Two years? Year and a half. Year and a half, sorry, yeah. So, even from when it was bottled... Uh, I was about to say how I kept it. No, I have a little cabinet over there, but it's not like that cabinet would have kept anything in a different temperature. Um, it's actually not, that, not so bad. It's not bad. I'd be worried that that 14% would creep up on you, though. Yeah. And we still have a leftover stout in the fridge. Jesus Christ. Do you try it? No. You need to get that in you. Tell me what you reckon. I think really it's it's isn't malt liquor just based on it's a beer but it's like it's because the alcohol is at a certain I, I level. don't know what like wonder what makes it malt liquor I mean it's like because it's because it's gangster yeah. oh because it's gangster yeah, yeah. I, I feel like do we so. have a paper bag to drink this <laughs> <or>? <laughs> it's like the most expensive malt yeah. liquor of all time let's take the photo because I finally drank this beer and like so this is for God, really. Like, it doesn't really say. It says here you have what could be what could be the first malt liquor worthy of a glass. Typically, a slighted star. We thought we would class it up with a stay in the wood and a healthy dose of dry hopping. A huge hit of corn gives a uh, gives gives this one. Jeez, I'm drunk. A smooth sweetness, while its time spent aging in bourbon barrels will give you reason to share. Be warned, this one's a pry off, not a twist off. Of course, it is. You crazy people. To be right. honest, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I don't know if it's something that I could drink more than once. 
Like we actually like even having this much and splitting this small bottle. I'm like, oh. I'm mildly concerned about it. Yeah, like it's significant. Um, I would have liked to have had like a classic trash malt liquor beside it, like to you see know, what it, an OE or something. Or I haven't had. Um, do you know what? Someone here, I'm just taking a quick look and untapped here. Yeah. Someone's like aged over a year. It's smooth and easy drinking, but a bit boozy. It's actually yeah. a ton better aged. So, okay, that's another interesting point. I think that's why it's smoothed out. I, I, I would think it would be a little harsher if you had it freshly bottled. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And I think I've seen that a lot with a lot of beers. There was a beer I had the other day uh, from Bellwoods. I was telling you about it called uh, Black Roses. Yes. And it was such an interesting beer. It was um, uh, it's an imperial stout with like rose hips, rose water, like cinnamon or something. There was a whole bunch of weird ingredients right. in it. Smelt like potpourri, but it tasted great. Mm. When I checked into it on Untapped, mm. I always check what other people say about yeah, it. Just curiosity, yeah. just like yeah, maybe particularly because it's an older beer. And I'm checking into something that uh, is no usually says no longer in production. Oh, uh, okay. So, with that, uh, people were saying it's way smoother. All that after being aged. After being aged. Oh, okay. And I'm hearing that a lot with Imperial Stats, but I think there's a window. Noah yes. told me recently CBS. Is now ju- the year that we have right. just hit its window maybe a month or so two that ago. One sitting right there. That one, I got actually got another one again because yeah, actually two of them, right? we got two sent to us by founders and yeah. I traded for one. Nice. Before so, you got the two cent. To before us. I got the two yeah, cent because yeah. all I did was like, yeah, it was super nice. Founders are great. We had a CBS for our which episode? Episode one hundred. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we also had a Pesh Mortel. We had a Pesh Mortel more. Yeah, like the CBS was super dope, but I, I don't know how old that would have been. It probably would have been. Less than a year at the time, or around a year. When was a hundred? Hundred was we did it in October, September, well, October. After Bose, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it wasn't after Bose. No. When did we do that? Oh, we did it in August. It came out in August. It yeah, was in the summer. That makes sense. She was like six months ago. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so you know, like I, I, I do see. I think it's kind of cool when I see that. It makes me happy if someone's saying like, "Oh yeah, this is much more rounded now" or whatever. I'm like, "All right, cool. Well, we've kind of like got it at a good time." I'm not mad at it, but like. <laughs> What is the application of that beer? Yeah. When like, would you say, I want to drink a 14 percent. and change percent malt liquor right now? Right? Like, like I'm looking, I want to barf tonight. What do you want to drink? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a barf. Honestly, like, fuck, I've done that way too many times recently. Yeah. Fuck. It's a good sharing beer. Like, oh, I want a little taste of this. Like, yeah. I don't, I, yeah. It's totally not my thing at all. It's exceptionally well made. Like the thing about founders yeah, is they do these. You can taste things. the quality. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like a lot of that type of stuff, it just isn't for me. Smooth and so smooth. Hella moldy, hella sweet. Has a liquor quality. It almost tastes like. It tastes like barley wine to me. Yeah. It tastes like liquor. Like it's like a weak. It what, tastes like, like a whiskey. Sherry or whiskey or something. Yeah. Maybe because it is in a bourbon barrel, yeah. but it's boozier than anything else. So it's more whiskey than beer. Yeah. I almost would drink it like a whiskey, like in a snifter glass, like a couple ounces in a snifter glass is almost how I'd want yeah. to drink it. I'd almost want to split this little bottle with like some more people, but even just yeah. looking on untapped, people would just yeah, drink it to themselves. Yeah, we also have, what is that, a 650, 750 mil 750. bottle? 750. 750 mil bottle of this stuff. That is, I need like eight dudes to share yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to need to share that with a bunch By of dudes, people. I mean just people in general. I don't mean like specifically men. Just yeah. individuals. Yeah, individuals is what I meant. So I guess because that's why they gave us the two little bottles and the big bottle of this beer that like is not our style. But That's like, why when I saw it, I'm like, uh, let's do this size. Yeah, this one. Did you? Yeah. Uh, you got, we got one of those each, didn't we? We took a little one each. No, I didn't, I didn't take a DKML. I took another couple of the small ones though. Yeah, we, I we took curmudgeon. Oh, Doom. We have the Doom. Did you drink Do- yours? No. That's an Imperial IPA. 
We had a no, doom. No, I didn't take a doom. So I took a curmudgeon. Yeah. And uh, they should, no, you should have taken the doom. That was okay. I'll have to double check my cellar. There's like a, there's another one. I've got some in the fridge. I, I kept the IPAs in the fridge over there. And the one was a scotch, a scotch. That's ale. the one that that was the curmudgeon, I believe. Was oh, that was a curmudgeon? Yeah. Like maybe doom was the imperial IPA that I was thinking of. I that. think so. But even that shit was like eleven or twelve percent. Like I went, I got into drinking like three or four times. I'm like, oh, fuck, man, I can't do like yeah twelve percent IPA right now. It just it is hectic. Here we go. I did do Doom, yeah. I had Doom. I knew it. Yeah, you go. Doom and Curmudgeon. That's the two. That's yeah. why I have it. How were they? Intense? Good. I, I think... It, Better than you Founders thought? has a vibe. Like, I... like they, Founders their, is a vibe. They, like, they have their jam. Yeah. And, like, you can tell when we did the interview with the uh, the brewer and the owner. David and Jeremy. Yeah. You're better with names than me, but... Uh, I write them down this way. It's like, they're very proud of what they do. Ooh, and they have their style and their vibe and all their beers kind of like work well together yeah. and I get it and it's like not my favorite style but they do it very well like yeah. if I were to have it I'm like founders you guys kill it like this is your jam so uh, I'm into it it doesn't blow my mind but I'm like I appreciate it I think that's the yeah, I'm at, with you on that. at it's core I'm like this is very well made even well this made. like I hate malt liquor why would I want to drink malt liquor but like that tastes that's that's a good malt liquor yeah if I were a, a malt Drinker or malt liquor connoisseur, I would be. Into I would that be beer. crushing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. totally. I can see why Gord loves it, but yeah. like it's it's a, it's totally a vibe. Yeah. Um, to get back to the um, yeah, we've cracked our yeah. next cellar beer. Uh, do drink wheat beers quickly rather than aging them. Totally, so, I would never try to age a wheat beer. Like anything, just with high in wheat. When they say wheat beers, I guess they're meaning not. Uh, not just a wheat beer, right, like but you know, like a beer with wheat in with it. a ton of wheat right, and stuff. Sure. Usually, you know, it adds to mouthfeel and stuff yep. like that, and it can totally drop uh, after that. Um, don't rush wheat-based styles with Brett. So you what? can totally let a wheat-based wheat-based style with Brett, which is often lambic and goods. Um, they age really well, oh, okay. and they have the. Brett, I didn't even the realize lambic them. and goods had wheat in it. Yeah, uh, with Brett. Brett eats everything, so yes. uh, it will it will stop it um, becoming watery and thin. This says, right. yeah, that makes sense. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, also, the lactobacillus uh, often that compared with the Brett um, allows it to kind of develop over time. So it's that those particular things um, allow it to develop and doesn't like let it drop. Right. So that's why a lot of the lambics and a lot of the sours. I have a bunch of sours in there. That's why I'm not totally scared. The only I don't think they're going to be made worse at all like say another well, I guess it's got nothing to do with this but like you know God told me to drink the skeleton keys from 2017 he's like he was yelling at me a couple of months ago he's like bro I fucking told you to drink them shit it's like why'd you wait like they're, they're done yeah 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 and I'm like I don't know man like I want to do all three in a video right but they're all like 10-11% this is the issue and then it's like and I want and to do sits there and then side, it dies, like, right? So it's like, what's the point? I don't have to do the video, but I yeah. just, I don't know. We've got good beers like that. It. It's kind of fun. And you have a nice out. like progression. You have a few yeah, of them. You like, want to do them together. It's not a vertical. It's like a horizontal with the different variants. Yes, it's like a correct. fun thing, right? Right. But, but then yeah. I'd have to be like, Tiff, can you get really drunk with me tonight? She's like, I'm drinking wine. I'm and like, you don't okay. want to... <laughs> so you don't want to drink your Imperial Stouts with... Are we blaming this on Tiffany? Yeah, Pretty much don't, don't, don't blame me. Our it's lovely like, producer so and... I guess Rich would do it. Podcast. Rich yeah. would do it. Actually, Rich would totally do it. Just yeah. Rich would do hey, Rich, you want to get drunk? <laughs> he never say no. The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Corvid's rule. Cor- oh, don't get me started on Corvid's. Uh, if you are into Corvid's by any means, and <laughs> I won't even go into what that is, if you know, like, holler at us. Just shoot us a DM and we'll talk Corvid's. Yeah. 
My favorite <laughs> Raven, obviously. Like Raven, smartest. Jeff. Raven. If it's not Raven, what? Come okay, on. vultures are dope, but, but like. I mean, what 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 other species has a brain ten times smaller than a primate with ten times neurons? They can fashion <laughs> tools from nature to like complete. They're basic smart. Tasks. What's that like po- poem about like the the uh, raven Aga- that tricks Aga- the fox? Oh no. There's like the raven oh, that yeah? tricks the fox about. Um, he like throws food down to it and then he like tricks it and See? kills Ravens his ass or something. Because like they're geniuses. Anyway. Um, yes, the next one was uh, do enjoy hoppy beers while fresh. Big facts. We just yeah. spoke all about that. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Hops I think. are yeah. milk. Yes. Therefore, we're not always. Yeah. Like significant hops are milk. Fresher is better with uh, is hops. Better. With any, almost any IPAs. I, I, won't, I essentially won't even buy a hoppy beer from the LCBO. If I'm not buying oh, it from God, the brewery, no. there's not really a point. No, no, no. I mean, like, it's rough. within reason, like, who knows what happens with the LCBO peeps and their stocking and their warehouses and their warehouses warm? and then, exactly, it? and shaking it around. So I know um, Left Field ran into some issues with their laser show. Or Greenwood, right? Sorry, Greenwood, yeah. Yeah, but that's why they deliver it themselves and they just make sure that they're right. always in the fridge. But we also, uh, like, I've seen it on shelves before. And it's I haven't seen Greenwood personally, but I've yeah. seen a lot of collective arts right. on the shelves. Yes. There's other ones and it's disgraceful. Yeah. Pisses me off. So, up. yes, do enjoy hoppy beers while fresh. Don't sell our hoppy beers. Big facts. Uh, don't underestimate mm-hmm. the flavors that are left as certain hoppy beers age. Interesting. So, high in beta acids. Um, they're saying like hops such as like Kent Goldings will maintain their bitterness. I think like a hop like Galaxy or Mosaic wouldn't do very well uh, under aging uh, conditions. Not so well. Right? Those like, tropical, real fruity uh, flavors tend to drop out with time. But they're saying like uh, Kent Goldings could even get like a, like a cherry pineapple. Like the, the, the profile evolves over time after uh, sitting. For, right extended period of time which I guess could be favorable but I feel like I know I'd rather have fresh hops than kind of old lazy hops musty ones right yeah right yeah it doesn't really appeal too much yeah um speaking of the barley wines I guess before give them bad boys some time as we drink one right now as we drink which I'd like to know the difference between this and a barley wine but yes English style barley wines which tend to be uh, my understanding is less hot yes it's more liquable I've said shit uh, English style barley wines would be less hoppy than the American styles. Um, they're meant to age. Um, I guess they you know, they do pretty well. Robust malt character with their low attenuating yeast strains mm-hmm. uh, make them pop. So mm-hmm. if barley wines are your jam, uh, sit on a couple. I'd say buy one fresh, drink it fresh, and then sit on one for a year yep. or two and good to go. Have you done a vertical? Yep, with Noah. Okay. We did Iseki Nicho from uh, Jude Ciel. Okay. It's a dark saison created by... Bim. Nice. Uh, we had four. We would have had more. He had them, but he had to drive afterwards. Mm. So he only had like a few sips and then dashed that. I have uh, three years of Long Dark Voyage. Oh, you mentioned Uranus. that. Uranus, yeah. I'd like to, I've never done a vertical. Never done? No. Do? I'd like to try it, but... So see if it... Because at least, you know, if, as long as it keep them in the cellar, like yeah. we can uh, look to do that. We'll do a video for that before. Yeah. Just a separate little one. I'd be into that. Just uh, interesting to see how it changed. That's a great beer too. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't give American barley wines as much time as the English ones because right, they do have uh, the more aggressive the hops. hoppiness. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much what you need to say about that, mate. Don't give oak aged 
beers uh, time. Oh, do give do oak, give it oak aged beers time to mature. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I feel like the uh, flavor would intensify over time. Yeah, right. Like I guess the oak does change things. I think they interact a lot with the with them with the other whether it's the malt or the yeah. other adjuncts and just to really like. And I think the change it's kind of interesting. Right, and the, the those oaky flavors would essentially complement the flavors that have been created from the aging process, right? Like, yeah. uh, kind of get that, that umami, that darker, richer, you know, uh, maltier flavors would go well with like, a, with a the woody, woody kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but don't expect the same stability for other plate, uh, other flavors on top of the oak. Right. Um, so things like vanilla, coconut, cloves, right. Any adjuncts um, really, right? Yeah, exactly. And they'll, um, you know, they might not, work so well over time with uh with the, oh, oak, the vanilla the new, flavors. right the nuances of the oak right? yeah. yeah well like um i guess as well those those parts of it are susceptible mm-hmm. to oxygen so that makes sense i mm-hmm. mean I, I think even doesn't matter how tight the cap is doesn't matter what the situation is there's still going to be some sort of right. escape or entry mm-hmm. you can only do so much yeah um Unless, so, like, it's corked and caged, I feel like that's kind of... That's probably the most secure. And then, like, area. maybe dip it in wax, too, and then put it in saran wrap and <laughs> bury it six feet underground. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, next one? Do age imperial beers. We talked about that. Anything high ABV, I feel like... Should be safe. Yeah, unless it's, like, again, aggressively hopped, but... I'd say, like, the vast majority of what I have there are... Yeah. Six, seven at the lowest. Yeah. Lowest. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I think most of my stuff is seven, eight, nine. And, and that's above. the problem. But it's, it's an interesting thing because that's why you right. have cellar clearing parties. Right. Because you you're get like, rid of it. I like, yeah, you got to get rid of it and share it with a bunch yeah. of people. But like, if, like, excuse me, you can't drink, uh, what is this, 14.2% seven on every yeah. bottle to yourself. That's crazy. Even from scratch, you'd be, you, the, it, I'd like to know why you can drink a 14, 15% bottle of wine to yourself. But you right, can't and not be, why? Yeah, I don't understand what the difference is. I feel is. like that, the beer would ruin me, but I could have, I could drink a bottle of wine by myself. You see, no so many times. Yeah. Like, I don't really get Like, that. I do it daily, essentially. Is essentially, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Lunch Tiff, break. could you explain? You're the wine drinker. What? You can drink a bottle of wine, no problem, right? Oh, I'm doing it right now. Right, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But if you were to drink, like, one of those imperial stouts, a whole bottle of it, you'd be, it's like, 15%. Barfing. Yeah. My thought is the sugar content. Okay. More, more sugar content yeah, in the beer. Yeah, more sugar That in makes that. sense. That's, that's what I would do. Yeah, I think I, I would, I would I have to that. agree with that. Yeah. Because hmm. I don't know, like, say the residual sugar, this is, like, two or three. I don't know what sugar looks like. Well, they say, like, even for keto, because wine's lowering carbs, yeah, that's then beers is lower sugars. Like, okay, right, sugar bomb. That makes sense. Yeah, so now any night that's ended with, like, a high ABV beer, I've been absolutely... A mess. seized turn rat, rat shit the next day, like, yeah, dying. Yeah. So, it's never fun. Drink I can drink a bottle of wine, no problem. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's such a strange thing. If anyone knows about that, like, let yeah. us know, because it's, like... I'm sure there's like science. Does anyone know science? Hashtag if you know science. science, holler at us. We love about science. the science and the beer science. I love it. Last but not least. This is the last one? Oh, nice. Tell me about it. Don't ignore sour and smoked beers since those act as preservatives to prolong aging too. Okay. So I have some sour beers in my cellar. I don't have any smoked beers in my cellar. I don't even like smoked beers in my fucking I do. And well, I, you do. I love that no one likes them because I... The more for you. I, I, love, I love smoked beers a lot. I love that, um, I love like proper like German Rausch beer, like like super smoke like you're eating a campfire, but I also really like 
like the subtleness that Bim uses in some of his beers. Bim's a really good. I'm gonna be fair. Kills it, but, but like he, he smoked malts subtly. That's what I'm saying. As but opposed to like, bam, it's still smoked. It's still smoked. Like, that's true. That's true. It's just, but he works it into styles where you wouldn't think smoke would be good in and like 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 lager style beers he puts like smoke malt and it it's perfect but i also like a real good punchy in the mouth drinking out of an ashtray smoky roche beer so you're uh, are you that's individual hey i feel that it reminds me of like uh um like a german bakery as a kid like my oma getting me like the smoked meats and like all this stuff that's it's nice more of a nostalgic thing than anything i get that, I get that. so yeah germanian yeah, yeah um and the last one there it, well, with regard to the smoke, is that the reason why is that um, the acidity in a sour beer and the smoke phenols in a rauch beer uh, replace the high ABV that you would typically want in a cellarable beer to make it cellar worthy. So that's right. why a lot of people like all Cantillon and like Dry Fontaine and all that stuff, this shit is like 5% yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, but that stuff is extraordinarily cellarable because of that, which is why that a lot of the sours... Like all my all the stouts are clearly big mm-hmm. guys, like seven, eight plus percent. Some of the sours might be a little low. I'm pretty sure six or seven at the lowest. I mean, maybe something's five. I don't really have any good. I have a dark but... saison uh, from uh, what's their name on Bloor Street there. Burdock. Yeah. Yeah. From Burdock. Burdock Lit. Yeah. I haven't had them. I haven't been there in a long time, but I have from seven. two years ago or a year and a half, two years ago now. I have one of their. I don't remember what it was called, but. I have a dark saison from them, and I have Ooh. an imperial stout from them. I'd like to get into. They haven't had there for a while. Nice. Me neither. It's been sitting there for they a hot minute. Stuff. So I got some. I got some good stuff. I'm ready yeah, to man. like get it's into time, it. Right? But I need some uh, peeps to help me out. So when I'm like thing, we just could invite someone around. And be like, hey man, just yeah. come up. Like you, it's kind of really the only way to do it. Like, yeah, it's I like come through, to, you're gonna have to sleep over. Yeah, seriously, all this like you know, Uber back. You you're, you have to clear your schedule for the next day because you're gonna <laughs> be like ruined. It's over. Like, it's I guess over if you have enough you. like pizza or something, you should be good. <laughs> pizza, pizza's the key. There's Honestly, carbs. There's fat. There's everything you need. Everything you need to not die. It's also great the next day. So anything you don't eat, you wake up in the morning, have a good to go. The next morning, do you eat the slice of pizza cold or do you warm it up? Warm. How in the microwave? I don't. We, no. we don't have a microwave. In the oven. In the oven, oven, oven. Yeah. And then we crack eggs okay. on top. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds amazing. It sounds, it's fucking great. That's that what I was going to say. If you, have nice you crack egg. an egg on top? So, so we, we like, cook, cook eggs. It. You cook it and then, you know. Like you put a fried egg on top. Yeah, fried egg on top. Sunny side up. The yolk like goes into sunny side and then the yolk like goes into it. You could crack the egg on it and put it in the oven when it's all cold and let the oven cook the egg. You still have to cook it a little bit. I a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just get the bottom like yeah, done, and yeah, then, yeah. dude, yeah, I would do on top of that. I would put some best. fresh arugula on top at the end. We do that, and sometimes we cook we fresh bacon and add additional, time, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we yeah, add a little bit more bacon to it. A little parm shred on top. Oh, we do a uh, feta. Feta. Oh, the parm also would be lovely. That sounds amazing. You almost changed the game for me. Wow. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Exactly. We very rarely do pizza. I'm semi hard. You should be. Yeah. You just you look straight down when you look straight <laughs> at my crotch. And he did. I looked at his eyes. I'm like I'm semi hard. He's like. Now I am yeah, too. Now, now we're both uncomfortably hard. <laughs> uncomfortably hard is the only way to be hard. Yeah. Man, we're just fourteen percent. We're crazy. just we're just joking. Just a couple of jokers. Just a couple. We're a couple of jokers. Eh? Just a couple of jokers here. Just a couple. Oh yeah, eh? 
Give me a couple poutines and Molson Canadians, bud. I become the biggest joker you ever. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, maybe a bud. double double in oh, the morning. Oh, give me a double double and better of a bagel and cream oh, cheese, no, eh? Oh, boggle. Yeah, it's give me a boggle. You go. Do we say Coda boggle? Yeah, I like boggles. What does yeah. that say? Only one thirty-four. I thought oh, we were here for fucking ages. Brutal. That's a good time. Wait, you feel like we should wrap it up? What yeah. you trying to say? Oh, sorry. I don't know. 134 is a good time. How That's do you like guys feel? Classic average. Yeah. Our goal comment is an hour below. And a half. I don't know if it's actually Our a good time. Hour and a half. All right, guys, comment below if you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Just getting cocky. Uh, we started the high season. I can talk forever before we get the beer, but I mean, an hour and a half is pretty good. I'm okay. I feel like I'm pretty comfortable. I feel yeah. like we've done the cellaring anyway. So I hope we covered the, like, so do you know what? Maybe we should do a TLDR summary of cellaring. Okay. What do we do do? We do do Imperials. Yep. Anything imperial, um, you want to leave your imperial stouts or whatever beers so in general one to three, one to four years. They say one stouts, year is yeah. optimal. You no more than four years. Okay. Um, don't ignore smoked beers or sours. Yep. Uh, don't eat choppy beers. Yeah, or wheat. Or uh, wheat. Wheat beers. High residual malt sugar is good. Yes, good. Um, and try and keep them temperature controlled if possible. Yep. Malt liquor tough. benefits. Malt liquor, like yeah, according to Untapped. From uh, from a bit of aging, I would say most stuff does. Oak, oak, oak. Is good. That was the other thing. Yeah. Uh, like you can even get like we have a wine fridge. It's just we use it for wine. But if yeah. you get like a wine fridge, it fits probably I want to say thirty or so bottles. That'd be a good thing to have. The only problem is it's laying you down. Cave like Noah. Yeah, well, no. Have, like, like, it's like a closet in his basement. I guess it's staying cool or something. Saying that's why it's cooler. It's oh, probably it's still cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, still a basement, but it's like not. It's like in a corner in a basement with a lock. And that's about as good as you can yeah, go. Yeah, but he's got a full room with full shelves and like maybe like twenty of each bottle. Sometimes like, it's crazy. I mean, well, gonna make people start trying to go to Noah's house. Uh, yeah, he don't like, know. I heard, he has, I heard he has a really nice pool in his backyard too. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a, it's a good time. He's got everything. What doesn't he have? Children? Is there children there? Oh, there's children. Yes. Oh, there's children. If you're into kids, in the not Noah Kelly, but like you know. Wow. 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 So anyway, that's it for celery. If there's yeah. anything we missed, if there's any inconsistencies, please let us know. Um, we'll be more than happy to Comments, rectify the situation. Concerns? Call us. 1 800. Yeah. Get it in you. What's Noah's phone number? <laughs> 514. Yeah. Um, does he have anything else? Uh, no. Uh, just happy to be back. Glad I'm in Montreal drinking beers with my mates. Hell yeah. It's good and, times. Uh, yeah. Get yeah, it exactly. in you. Like it. Um, all right, guys. Well, if you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell so you know when the new drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. I thought you might know. Oh, uh, my bad. You ever followed us? Are you following? Should be following uh, us. I'm not. I don't follow BOS Podcast. <laughs> Are you mad? Wait. Are you mad? I've got Are time you for mad? that. Mad. Hey, Matt. Uh, follow us on be social media, business podcast, and check out the long, long audio. It's like a pattern in my head. So I know. To come I back know, to it. I know. Um, follow us. Uh, check out the long. Fuck, I'm drunk. Check out the long form hey. audio. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we've got lots of fire coming, particularly this one. Uh, that's it, mate. Just fucking get it. Fourteen percent. I know. Stop yeah. it.